Rick Dollar here with the Rick Dollar Show. And uh, Rick Ferris, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get used to saying that. <laughs> and he's laughing at me. Rick Dollar with Rick Ferris and, and all the Ricks. And Rick Lang. I mean, we're Rick squared. Uh, from Yeah, that's before, right. Before the Lang, we're, that's where we are. <laughs> Rick to the third power. That's we it. We're get it together. <laughs> oh, man, if we all get in the same room, it's going to be trouble. That's all I can say. Yeah. Sir, how Blue are you? Going on. Oh, my. I'm God. great. How are you today? Man, I'm doing wonderful. I I get to talk to Rick Ferris today, and um, which <laughs> doesn't happen all the time. So that's a that's a good thing. Um, yes, sir. I'm, I'm just really jacked about this new song, Don't Hold Back. Um, Thank you. It's number seven on our top ten this week. Uh, now, this is the week before uh, that you're going to be on the show. So, man, just think of all the good things that could happen in a week, you know? I know, I know. No, it, I'm I'm terribly excited with with how this is all going, and um, it, it's a new release. This is one that uh, that I wrote with my buddy Evan Dickerson. Mm -hmm. He uh, he made a trip to Topeka, Kansas, and this is one of the ones that came out of that trip. And um, you know, it it just uh, it, it was one of those songs that just had to be on the record, man. Um, you know, I I do a a fair bit of, of trail running and that's kind of what we kicked off with. But, uh, you know, it, it used to be that every time I'd go out for a run, I'd be, uh, I'd be working through things mentally. I'd, I'd be, uh, you know, praying or doing whatever I needed to do to get my mind right for everything that's going on in my crazy life. <laughs> right. I've got, I've got, uh, I've got a teenager and I've got a two year old. So like we're hitting, yeah, both of the spectrums wow. of parenthood at the same time with both boys. Um, and, uh, you know, just we're thinking about a move. We're, we're releasing an album. I've got guitars that I'm still building and trying to keep all on schedule. I'm now working a, a, a band touring schedule as well. I'm doing all my own booking. Tax season is upon us. It's like, oh, good green. <laughs> You went, you, went kinda, all, you went all the way through to tax season. You need, dude. You need, you I, need you know, that. life is real. <laughs> it's real, and uh, you know, it, it's just it's a lot sometimes. And this this song really was, um, you know, sometimes you just got to get away from it all. Sometimes you gotta gotta find your center, and you've got to uh, speak to your higher power, God, uh, however you want to look at your higher power, exactly. whether it's the universe or or whatever. Like you, you've got to find it. Um, you know, because you, you've got to have something else to tap into that's that's stronger than you are. Because, uh, man, all that life throws at us, you know, you, you'll break if you don't have some other sort of higher power to to turn to. It's just and you're not kidding, right there. I mean, we we love to pile it on ourselves. Lots of stress. We we love to say I, yes to everybody and I've hate to say no to done the same thing this morning man sitting here trying to get a show produced or uh, get all the pieces together to send over to the producer um, yeah i knew that i needed to talk to you at 12 o'clock and and the clock kept ticking and ticking <laughs> and ticking and ticking yep. i was like oh my gosh what am i gonna do here you know so i started burning it up and then i started putting uh you know voice work and stuff off on my producer <laughs> so <laughs> Yes, this guy's going to kill me when he gets that uh, we transfer file. And, you know, he's just not going to be like, I can't do all this. 
Sure, you, you gotta can. be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, believe you in you. <laughs> yeah, they, these producers, man, and and God love him. He's he's a good guy, but he's young in the business. Um, but mm-hmm. they love to have that show producer thing after their name. But you know, the biggest part of that is being able to be a show producer. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, anyway, let's uh, let's go to this new album, Uncommon Sky. Now, how yeah. many how many are you gonna think you're gonna have out of that uh, little jewel there that you can release? Oh, you mean for singles? Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is the last one. It'll be the focus track of the record now. Okay. Um, but this this is our third single that we've released, and um, yeah, it, it's gonna be what kicks the the album in next month. The June 9th is when the the album releases, and uh, that's, that's one day off for my anniversary for my my wife and I. So we're we're June 10th. So it's all about me this year. <laughs> is that is that a purposeful thing that you did or <laughs> no, no, Yana and Steven picked the date and I'm like, well <laughs> okay. I I mean the my wife and, and family, they'll be with me during that that uh little tour that we're doing. We're, we'll start at the station inn in Nashville, we'll go up to Chicago and then uh, come back at the uh, the Bluegrass Hall of Fame there in Owensboro, Kentucky. And that'll be the release weekend. But uh, we'll be in Owensboro on the tenth. That's that's our anniversary. So after that, we we get to go for a little mini vacation. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah, don't don't forget those kind of things. Believe me, you're getting no, yeah, deep trouble yeah, my, if you miss those. Right, right. My my wife, uh, you know, she's this is all we've ever known. I, I grew up in a family band, and and we twelve years we toured all over the states and up into Canada. Um, so this is nothing new for us, but we've always made it. You know, okay if we have to be gone for an anniversary or whatever, like, you know, that anniversary is when we can be together again. And it's near that time. And it's always been, you know, um, she, she's always been super loving and flexible with that. Um, but it, it's anytime you can, you know, you have to take that time and, and, you know, you, you have to eat too, but, <laughs> yep, but man that. can't live on bread alone, you know? So. No, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, we just past couple of years, uh, we've done the, the Pigeon Forge Bluegrass Festival in, in Pigeon Forge. Just simple fact that it's um, the weekend of our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and you can ask uh, Clark Beasley. I, I, it's hard for me to say no uh, <laughs> sometimes, but I'm thinking, yeah. honey, we could just, you know, put it all together there, you know, that <laughs> – and she she bought it i don't know how she you know <laughs> god love her but uh yeah. hopefully you know it's going to be even bigger this year so we still gotta <laughs> i still gotta figure it out some way in there <laughs> so yeah but i end up having to take like a whole week off you know because mm-hmm. go down a couple of days early and do all kinds of stuff <clears throat> Yeah, but, being you know, prepared and such. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you. So uh you, you got a good backstory about that song, Don't Hold Back, that you can share with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, actually Evan uh he came up with the song title and uh, you know, he, he was just he was in his hotel room here in Topeka and and he, he uh, came up with it. We had written a song the the day before mm-hmm. and uh, I said, Well, you know, go go back to the hotel and and you know, kind of think about uh, some things you might want to write about. And, 
or just something that that maybe you've you've had some experiences with and um you know and and that's that's what he came up with you know he came up with don't hold back and you know talking like an informal conversation with uh with your higher power and mm-hmm. um you know it, it's it's very much uh it's conversational but it it's um you know that that's something i've been working at uh with with a lot of vigor <laughs> is is uh my relationship with with god and and where i'm you know am i am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing am i am i working as hard as i'm supposed to be working you know what what am i neglecting uh in my sight what what am i not seeing you know and uh, asking for that accountability from your higher power boy that that prayer works now. I mean, you will see whatever it is you're, you're not adequately hitting. And, uh, <clears throat> it, uh, it's, it's something that has, has given me so much joy in the last year, especially, um, you know, my wife and I, we've always had a, a great relationship, a, a great marriage, but it has just become so much stronger and so much sweeter, um, you know, since I've become centered and since I've become focused on where do I improve, mm-hmm. you know, how, how do I get there from here? And, uh, you know, it, it's keeping that carrot dangling in front of you. So you, you keep moving forward. It, you just got to do it, man. Um, well, I, I agree, but never pray for patience. Okay. <laughs> That's just a, all I can give you right there. Cause I made that mistake a long time ago. And, yeah. Uh, remember my pastor at the time I told him, I just met with him one day and I was like, you know, I just, I got so much going on. I need to pray for patience. And he started laughing at me and I thought, why is this guy laughing at me? You know? (laughs) And it was because that was one of the things that he did when he was, you know, a few years before that. And, uh, man, I had to go through so much, but I, I got more patience from, from doing that. But he knew what was yeah. what was on the highway ahead of me. So yeah, yeah, asking for patience—that's asking for a workload oh, where you yeah. have to exercise those muscles. Oh, so God. so yeah, um, you know, uh, one of my things I pray for the most is discernment. Uh, you know, <laughs> being able to to look at something and and know what's really going on behind it, and mm-hmm. and do I need to give this the attention, or do I do I need to not? Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I prayed for patience and boy, howdy, I've, I've got a two-year-old and a 13-year-old. <laughs> well, there you go. Has <laughs> that, that coming out, you know? Um, exactly. But, you know, li- life doesn't get easier. We just get tougher and, and we get tougher by going through trials. And so, yeah, you, right. you know, that's, you, you want to be stronger. You don't want to, you definitely don't pray for weakness. Uh, we got tons of that. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I got boxes of that over there somewhere. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that. <laughs> you, you and me both, brother. Uh, no, so that, that's kind of where that's where this song came from. And um, you know, Evan, uh, Evan, those who may may not know, Evan Dickerson is uh, is on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, and so is my oldest son. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I feel especially drawn to Evan, and I, I've I've loved 
getting to know him and mm-hmm. it's kind of like maybe i've got a slight glimpse into my son's future or or a, a possibility or things that that might befall him so i i tried to be there for evan because you know someday i might not be there for my son mm-hmm. and i really hope and pray that somebody else will will be the kind of person that will go out of their way to help him Right. Um, yeah. Now Evan's a great guy. I, I he really a, is. I met him a few years back, and and uh, you know, just that you're just that you're saying that man has made this a little easier for me. Uh, I have a grandson that is uh, on the autism spectrum, and yeah. um, Elijah has all these different things. You know, sometimes that maybe I'm not talking to him directly, but I'm sitting across the room and I'm watching what's what's going on and I'm, I, I'm starting to understand that now yeah and and you're right uh i mean uh evan has uh he's very talented in a lot of ways and so is elijah i mean extremely talented um yeah it, it just uh you you start to figure out you know where the line is uh that you mm-hmm. draw and uh but um you know yeah he's a great guy i mean he would yeah he, he's come to me a lot and ask you know uh ask me things about what he should be doing and stuff and mm-hmm. and um you know the cool thing is he's always he's always been right there you know i could i could talk yeah. to him he could talk to me and um but if uh if elijah wasn't in my life it'd be a lot harder but yeah uh, but yeah yeah it, it's you know, it gives you, I mean, you, you understand, you, you get mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, and you know, I, what I love about Evan is he's so ate up with bluegrass. He just oh, absolutely man. adores bluegrass. And, you know, um, I think I've maybe only seen that a handful of times, you know, we, we've got so many people in this industry and a lot of them are just like, you know, they've got talent. They've put a lot of time into it. They just decided to keep doing it, you know, <laughs> Um, but people who are absolutely still just tore up about bluegrass and they've been in it forever. Greg Cahill's that way. Yeah. You know, he will absolutely, he'll be out there until four or five o'clock in the morning jamming. Know, man. The guy's like 90. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He's, he's 75 <laughs> this year, but you know, he, he's, he's the one to close a jam down. I mean, That's and, it. He just loves it so much, and he he tried to to take a straight job. He was in uh, in Chicago, um, working with at risk youth. He was college educated, you know. He went he went through the army, you know. He'd done all this stuff, and it was to prepare him for like the normal civilized life or whatever. Exactly. And he was almost done with his college degree, and he realized he was working on forward roles while he should have been thinking about what the professor was saying. (laughs) He's in there like doing that forward roll on his knee and practicing the (laughs) forward reverse and all this stuff. And he's like, man, what am I doing? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wasting away here. Wasting your time. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, I just, I got to try it. He's like, I got to try it for a year. And that's what he told his dad. He's like, I got to try it. I just got to try it. And the first year it was hard, but it was amazing. And then he's like, okay, well, I got to do one more year, you know? Mm-hmm. And then eventually it was like, Hey, you know, I'm actually not starving now, exactly. <laughs> but, but I'm starving for bluegrass. So, um, you know, 
that that's a blessing to be that ate up with with a job that you love mm -hmm. um you know and i feel very blessed to have two jobs that i love i love building guitars i love playing music uh, i mean i guess technically you could call songwriting also a job but um you know finding something that that you have a disposition to is wonderful but finding something you can be just lit up and on fire for that that is uh that's a big blessing yeah so. now when i was i mean I, 20 years in the radio industry and you know loved it just absolutely yeah. loved it um, yeah and got out of the industry because i had uh, a health issue hmm. and when i was coming out of that health issue one of my best friends in the world came to me and he's like, you know, dude, you used to love to be able to talk to people and interview people. And I was like, yeah. So he's like, well, we're going to go on the road and we're going to interview famous people. And I thought, that's yeah, not too bad. That sounds pretty good. So we started, <laughs> we started with NASCAR. We went to um, actors and politicians and people like that. Finally got mm -hmm. to bluegrass people. And I was like, I love these people. They're just so yeah. cool. <laughs> you know? And then I... Yeah, these these people, are some eccentric bunch of folks right here. <laughs> these some strange. You do what with a banjo? <laughs> How do you do it that quick, for God's sake? Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I met Dole Lawson, and Dole brought back memories of me and my grandfather. Uh, yeah. And, and I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Maybe I should put this together. And then got the, um, you know, just got the opportunity to put together a syndicated radio show. And That's awesome. Yeah. As long as it keeps rolling, I'm still here, you know. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just looking forward to this, uh, to this entire piece of work coming out and uh, being able to, I like to go through and just kind of pick songs you know maybe that people don't release sometimes and i'm thinking wow that's a great tune why did they not release that song as a single or whatever yeah and, um, so you'll get that uh, that little uh that little song you know every once in a while that comes out and i'm thinking man they should have they should have kicked that one out there <laughs> yeah yeah we had a couple <clears throat> with the last record that we had a few folks saying that. And it's like, you know, mm -hmm. we released six singles with the last record or, or five, maybe it was five. We had, mm -hmm. we did double releases at least twice. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it was five songs, but um, you know, that was, that was almost half the record. <laughs> well, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just going to tell you something though, man, that last record, I can't even remember what it's called now, but that record was incredibly good. And that's Thank why guys like myself that were, you know, we just picked these things. Um, you know, that's one reason I put the hot shot of the week on the show is because there's, there's some beautiful works of art out there. And, you know, you being the, the dude that puts it together, doesn't all, you don't always see what I see. And I think other people oh, yeah. are the same way. Um, you know, but, uh, you got some good stuff going on, my young man. There, and we've—I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> we've been talking for a, a few years here, but uh, it's um, you know, you, you've always got some good stuff. And uh, oh, so thank you very much. I'm glad uh, I'm... Uh, that you're with uh, these guys at Dark Shadow, and and yeah, you know, and Yana and those guys over there, man, they just uh, they got it together. I mean, that's all I can say. Yeah. They are super hard workers, and there's 
also super passionate about bluegrass. They, they just, you know, they want to put out good music and Steven, um, you know, he, he loves producing, um, mm-hmm. you know, finding, finding cool songs and finding the, the cool way to do it with whoever the artist is, you know, working their strengths, um, you know, working on their weaknesses as well, bringing them to a new spot. Now it's not like every, every record has been transformative for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like as soon as the record's done, my ear outgrows it. I go, oh, man, <laughs> like, really? ah, like it's great, but I wish I had done this, you know. Um, and that that's that's a wonderful place to be, you know, where, where you're inspired to grow um, all the time, you know. And, and the uh, with this new record, this this really. um I, I think, I mean, Steven said I did, but like, I, I really think I, I grew as a songwriter mm-hmm. as well from each record, you know, and, um, you know, I, I was so worried when we were bringing material together that, man, maybe it's not going to be as good as the last record, you know, but I was also worried about the next mountain being as good or better as, as Breaking Lonesome. Um, and Steven, as soon as he saw it and started hearing it, he said, dude, like, you don't have to worry about that at all. This stuff is great. So, and and it really came together and um, we had a great cover as well. Power of love. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's, that's something that they've they've been playing a bunch and I'm very excited about that, but like, uh, you know, I I don't usually do covers. Uh, The last record didn't have any covers at all. Uh, I I wrote everything for the last record Uh, and breaking in lonesome. We had one cover. Uh, So, that's what we did with this. We had had one cover on this record as well. Um, and uh, I just, I love seeing the process come to fruition. It, it, it When you're making the sausage and it's just like, it's all coming at you. You're hearing a bunch of notes and, and you're like, Oh, you know, well today I, I feel a little off. Maybe I, you know, I'm, I'm worried I won't, won't have it today as a, as you know, like when, when Steven says, What's your idea you've got? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed, wait, I'm supposed to have an idea. I had ideas this yesterday. Is, this Why do I have to have them from, today? <laughs> this is coming from a guy, though, that is, you know, I, I mean, I can't even. Okay, I'll just say it this way. Most producers are like a fourth of what Steven is. He has that extra little gas in there. Um that not everybody has and yeah it's uh with a, a person like you who who has the ta- you have the talent and you go to work with a fellow like this i mean that's why you're having such success with these records man yeah is because the formula's correct the way it should be yeah yeah well and and steven knows when i've got more to give mm-hmm Sometimes when you're in the trenches and, or, you know, if you're a workout nut, like if you're working out, you feel like, man, I'm really giving it all I've got. And then you see a hill and and you're out running or whatever. And then you're like, well, I thought that's all I had. Like, all right, I'm just going to run to the top of the hill. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> and, and you just, you set a goal and you just do it. You just do it. You don't even think about it too much, but then you're like, wow, okay, well, I ran all the way up that hill and I thought I was doing everything I could when I was just running on the flats. Like, mm-hmm. 
no, sometimes I mean, you have those little epiphanies, but like somebody like Steven, who's outside of your head, right. Can say, no, man, like you got so much more that you, like, you know, you're, you're mailing in a solid a minus, mm. you know, um, which is still great, but, um, you know, you might, you might settle for, oh, this is good, but you don't, you know, you weren't thinking, oh, well, we actually recorded something like that same kind of arrangement three days ago. Mm-hmm. Cause you're so in the moment. How do we make this song be something special? Uh, how do we problem solve this one little spot that sounds awkward? Like, you know, it's, it's absolutely crucial to have a, a producer mm-hmm. and somebody as great as Steven is really makes a, a wonderful record. And That's I good. can't thank him enough for our music because it really is our music. You know, I wrote it, I performed it, but Steven produced it and he arranged it and he, he comes up with, with very cool ideas as, as did the cast of crew on the, uh, on the record. Mm-hmm. Not only did I have a lot of friends returning like, um, you know, Harry Clark on mandolin, Zach McLam on bass, Laura Orshaw on fiddle. Mm-hmm. I also had, you know, Russ Carson coming back for, I think four songs on this record. He was on almost all of the next mountain record. Uh, but then I had you know, Luke Monday on banjo. Uh, we had Jerry Douglas come in and play Dobro on it. I mean, like that was amazing. <laughs> I'm, All right, I I'm gonna I'm gonna, stop, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, here's what you've got to understand about Rick Ferris that you can't see that I see. Okay, <laughs> you deserve every bit of that and more. Okay. Oh man. Because if, <clears throat> well, but it's it, you got to understand. I'm seeing from the outside in, you know. And when I see all these great pieces of work from you, you know, then I'm the guy that picks the phone up and calls you and say, "Hey, Rick, we got to talk about this." You know. Yeah. Because I I see what a beautiful piece of of work this this can be and is gonna become, and I'm I'm seeing it different than you are. And you were yeah. in there. You were in there making it with a yeah. producer <laughs> like Stephen Mochin, with Dark yeah. Shadow Recording, who, which is an incredible organization. And yeah. I've just saw, I've just seen all this growth on on the side over here, and I'm over here going, <laughs> "Wow, man, somebody needs to know about this." Ah, uh, well, because that's, <laughs> thank that's, you. That's, you know, that's part of what I do, and. You know, maybe I was given a gift of of being able to understand and see these things and mm-hmm. hope that only hope that I can have relationships with people like you and I can get this get the word out and yeah, but, because that's I'm crucial. crazy about yeah, I'm crazy about bluegrass too. And you gotta you gotta have a love for it in order to do things like this. Yeah, yeah. For sure. There you go. For sure. <laughs> yeah. That's my part. <laughs> yeah, no, but Rick, I, I really I'm I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna tell you something, man. I'm I'm looking forward to each and every project that you put out because it's oh, always been it's always been that way with you now. So, wow, thank you, sir. I I had some good tutelage along the way. I mean, I I recorded six records with Special Consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, five of those was with Allison Brown uh, producing, and um, you know, I, I also like I said we. We recorded several records with the Ferris family. So I've been in the studio. Um, All your life. Pretty much. I mean, I think the first record we recorded, I was eight or nine. I mean, and I've got pictures. Uh, the guitars 
bigger than I am. <laughs> just, do you see what uh, you're doing you know, here? You, yeah. you are you're on all aspects of this. Yeah. You know? So it's not a shock to me that you're going to be successful doing this. I mean, that's yeah. That's, I mean, you know, it, I've I've had some sense. some very big shoulders to stand on. Uh, you know, and starting with my dad. Uh, dad go. played fiddle for Reba McIntyre, and he got us all started. He he was my first guitar teacher. Uh, not only did he buy the guitar, he taught me the <laughs> guitar and got me going. Uh, I very quickly latched on to some really hot pickers, but you know, dad got me going. You know, and uh, we worked the the fiddler's fake book uh, of Steve Kaufman's together. You know, we spent a lot of time, a lot of hours, knee to knee, playing him playing fiddle and me just playing rhythm, just so I could really learn how to to accompany people. So that's going to be the the title for your next record. What's that? Dad got me going. Dad got me going. <laughs> there you go. Or it's going to be a great song, one of the two. I, yeah, I, I just, I just I need about. What, I just want about I'm five, gonna write five percent down. of that. You know, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rick, thank you, brother, for sitting down with me. We're gonna um, yeah uh, continue this uh, um, as long as I can do it. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna be doing all this stuff for ever and ever. Amen. So, yeah, you know, I hope so. Um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to do all I can to to stick around for a long, long time, uh, <laughs> both both here and in the music industry. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, just just trying to be a, a positive voice in the the mire of of the world. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it is what it is. We're it we're, is. we're all just trying to do the best we can, and um, I, I'm certainly glad to to try to encourage people oh, to yeah. to give it their all. So. Anytime, man. Well, just give us a yell. Sounds great. Thank you so much for your time, Rick. And yes, sir. And I, I really appreciate every chance we get to visit. So, yeah, me too, buddy. We'll be talking to you soon, <laughs> ladies right. and yes, gentlemen. Sir. Mr. Rick Ferris, get his new song. Don't hold back. See you, buddy. Later. Thanks, Rick.